everyone. It's Tuesday. It's 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, which means it's time for an episode of First Chapter Fun. Now, my lighting is really weird because it's super, super bright outside. And I've got two ring lights going and I still look like I'm sitting in the dark, which I'm not. Anyway, my name is Hannah Mary McKinnon. You are watching First Chapter Fun, the place where Hank Philippi Ryan, my partner in fictional crime, and I bring you the first chapter of a different book every Tuesday and Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Welcome, everyone. Um, <laughs> I see lots and lots of people arriving already both on Instagram, he is looking at you, and on Facebook, he is looking at you. I try and get my cameras as close together as I can, but it doesn't always work. I see Hank on Facebook. I see a Facebook user saying, hello, Hannah. I'm not sure who that is. I'll get back to that in a second. I see Kathy and Judy and Carla and Diane and Shannon and Catherine and so, so many people showing up. And here on Instagram, I'm going to make my phone wobble, aren't I? I see Hank and Steph and Tracy Clark, and Sharon Bishop, and Barbara Lynn Probst, of course, so good to see you, and Andy, and Janet, so many, so many people. So as I mentioned on Facebook, I'm going to show you, I'm going to put up the banner and show you if I can. Here we go. You can't see this on Instagram. This is a Facebook thing. Um, Hank and I, when we go live on Facebook, we do this via StreamYard, which enables us to put comments on the screen and have fancy banners and so forth. But if you have not allowed us to see your name on StreamYard, not on Facebook, but on StreamYard when we're broadcasting, you show up like this icon, Facebook user saying, hello, Hannah. And we don't know who that is. So if you do, if you want to authorize StreamYard to, for us to see your name, go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook. Don't need to do it now. What you can do is just put your name at the end of the comment and that way we know who you are. Lots of, uh, very, very simple. <laughs> oh, thank you, Brenda. Brenda says, so great to see you finished your 2024 book. Yes, I did. Um, I've been writing like a, like a, like a writey thing um, these past, well, however long. And I just finished today um, my book for 2024, my thriller for 2024. I've got a thriller next year, then I've got a rom-com next year, and I've got a thriller in 2024. And this one is about the rise and demise of an all-female pop rock group. Um, my most challenging, for sure, technically, that is for sure. And this morning, I even wrote some lyrics, which I've never done before, and which is quite hilarious, because I can't read music, play an instrument, or sing. But, you know, oh well, I'm just going to write some lyrics, because I don't know, because I felt like it. Um, I don't know if they'll make the cut. I, <laughs> I have no idea. So that's not until 2024. They might be gone by the time the book comes out. So anyway, uh, that's that's been my last few weeks, um, just typing, 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 rereading and editing and, and um, thinking of plot holes while I'm washing my hair. Generally, that's when they arrive, strangely. Uh, so how's your week been? Um, are you ready for the holidays? If you celebrate, have you bought your gifts and wrapped them and put them under your tree? Um, what have you been up to? Tell me, tell me in the comments. I see so many comments flying in. Uh, <laughs> Mary Garrett says we can't be good at everything. Yeah, no, music is <laughs> music's not my thing. So it's so, so hilarious that I chose to write about a pop 
rock group, um, which is an industry I know nothing about. But one of my childhood friends, actually, um, Roger in Switzerland, is a, is a manager and has managed a number of artists and bands. And we've been in touch a lot. and He's helped me a lot. So um, that was really fun. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, Susie Baldwin says, hope my stream yard is working now. Yes, it is. Look at that. I can see your name now, Susie. Perfect, perfect. Um, and I have a Facebook user who says, my novel One Summer at Real Lake releases today, but we don't know who you are. So put your name at the end of your comment and that way we know we know who you are. Shannon Hansen says she bought two aprons, one for me and one for my mum. Oh yeah, I should perhaps remind people who have not seen First Chapter Fun before that we do have swag. So if you go to firstchapterfun.com, um forward slash swag you'll you'll find it there you have a, a link we have t-shirts and tote bags and um bandanas for dogs and hats and all kinds of stuff and we will be adding something special for 2023 no doubt so watch this space and proceeds of of um any of the swag go towards supporting the costs of first chapter fund you know the the website that we have and StreamYard and so forth. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for some, some holiday presents, head on over to firstchapterfun.com. I see lots of, <laughs> so many, so many comments. Thank you, Hank, for putting up the, the, uh, the link, firstchapterfun.com. So let's get down to it, shall we? Um, enough of the ado, I hear you saying. Come on, Hannah, tell us about today's book. Well, this is episode 315, if you can believe it, 315. We have one more episode this year, which is on Thursday. Uh, we have a big holiday celebration coming up on Thursday, regular time, 12.30 p.m., just for half an hour, with, yeah, some epic, pretty epic, with a pretty epic giveaway, actually. Um, we cooked something up. Think you're gonna like it, so please join us. You'll see what we'll we'll be reading then. Um, it isn't a book; it's something. Is it a book? No, I guess it's not. Anyway, you'll see. You'll have to tune in to find out, won't you? Just just come on over, twelve thirty, both on Instagram and on Facebook, right here, same place, same time, just on Thursday. And then Hank and I are going to take a break for two weeks, and we will return on Tuesday. Um, I was going to say September, but that's not right. <laughs> not that much of a break. It'll be Tuesday, January 3rd that we will return. But today's book, The Colour of Ice by Barbara Lynn Probst. How cool is that colour? Colour <laughs> and cover. This is the book we're reading to you today. Oh, and very quick. Also, Hank says her perfect life, that's her latest book, is $1.99 on sale. But she says, don't go right now. Just make a note. Just make a note and uh, make sure that you um, you grab a copy because you're going to like it because I know you are. Okay. Today's book, The Colour of Ice. I know Barbara is watching on Instagram. I'm pretty sure I saw her on Facebook as well. So let me tell you about Barbara. Of course, we have a giveaway. I'll tell you about the book and then I'll read you chapter one. How does that sound? What do you reckon? You in? All right, let's go. Barbara Lynn Probst is, the award, is an award-winning Amazon best-selling author of contemporary women's fiction living on a historic dirt road in New York's Hudson Valley. 
Her acclaimed novels, Queen of the Owls and The Sound Between the Notes, those released in 2020 and 2021 respectively, were gold and silver medalists for the prestigious national awards, including the Saturn and Nautilus Book Awards. The Sound Between the Notes, which received a starred Kirkus Review, was also selected as one of the best indie books of 2021. Her work has been featured in places such as Ms. Magazine, Hollywood Reporter, Pop Sugar, Bustle, Parade, Entertainment Weekly and Working Mother. Barbara has also published nearly 60 essays on the craft of writing for sites such as Jane Friedman and Writer Unboxed. Her highly anticipated third novel, The Colour of Ice, released on October 18th, which means you can get your hands on all of them. And this is where you will find her. So her website is Barbara Lynn Probst. Lynn is L-I-N-N. Um, Facebook page, Barbara underscore Lynn underscore Probst. Instagram, same thing. Um, and I've already given you the website. So that is where you will find her. Let me show you the cover again. This is episode, by the way, 315 of First Chapter Fun, if you can believe it. All of the previous episodes are saved um, on Instagram under Reels, I think it's called now, and on Facebook under Media Videos. The Colour of Ice. This is what we're reading today. Now, let me tell you about the giveaway. We have a fun giveaway, a double giveaway, a signed copy of the book with some swag, both on Facebook, here, <laughs> and Instagram. And this is what you need to do to enter. So on Facebook, you have until midnight Eastern time tonight. Let me just pop up a banner here. There we go. Today, no, there we go. Today, Eastern Time tonight, midnight Eastern Time tonight, to leave a comment on the Facebook broadcast. So if you're watching on Facebook, leave a comment for Barbara, leave a question, um, ask her about her previous books, ask her about Iceland and the research she did for this one. And you have until midnight Eastern Time tonight to do that. On Instagram, you snooze, you lose. You know this if you're a regular. You have to leave a comment before the end of the broadcast at around 1 p.m. today. So if you're watching this on the replay, you've got to watch First Chapter Fun live on Facebook. Leave a comment, same thing, before the end of the broadcast for, for Barbara um, by one o'clock and you will be entered to for a chance to win. So right now, yes, I said it right now on Instagram, leave a comment. On Facebook, you have until midnight Eastern time tonight and Barbara will select winners and notify them directly. OK, so we have the book, The Colour of Ice. There we go. We have the intro to Barbara. We have the release date. It's out now. We have the giveaway. OK, I'm now going to read you the text from the back of the book and then I'll read you chapter one. Are you ready? Let's go. Set in Iceland's otherworldly landscapes of glaciers and thermal lagoons and framed by the magical art of glass blowing, the colour of ice is the breathtaking story of a woman's awakening to passion, beauty and the redemptive power of unconditional love. Catherine McAllister, a freelance photographer, travels to Iceland for a photo shoot with an enigmatic artist who wants to capture the country's iconic blue icebergs in glass. 
Her plan is to head out when the job is done on a carefully curated Best of Iceland solo vacation. Widowed young, Catherine has raised two children while achieving professional success. If the price of that efficiency has been the dimming of her fire, well, she hasn't let herself think about it until now. Bit by bit, Catherine abandons her itinerary to remain with Mac, the glassblower, who awakens a hunger in her for all the things she's told herself she doesn't need anymore. Passion, vulnerability, risk. Catherine finds herself torn between the life and self she's come to know and the world, the new world, Mac offers. Commitments await her back in America. But if she walks away, she'll lose this chance to feel deeply again. Just when her path seems clear, she's faced with a shocking discovery and a devastating choice that shows her what love really is. This is The Colour of Ice by Barbara Lynn Probst, and this is Chapter One. The view from the window of the Iceland Air 757 wasn't at all what Catherine had expected. She'd chosen Iceland for her first truly impulsive act in 15 years, rather than, say, Maui or the Bahamas, precisely because of its starkness. Yet the glittering azure of the water looked more tropical than Arctic. Until a week ago, the notion of going to Iceland had never crossed her mind. She had a full calendar back in America, no Icelandic routes, not even a bucket list of remote destinations. When she told Rachel where she was going, her daughter's first reaction had been sceptical. Really? And then, the Northern Lights and Björk. Catherine didn't know who or what Björk was, and Rachel had rolled her eyes at her mother's uncoolness, the latest example in an endless string of ways that Catherine had failed to be the person Rachel thought she should be. She's just about the most incredible musician on the planet. Rachel had said finally. Catherine had tried to look suitably impressed. On the planet? My goodness. I'm serious. I know you are. And I'll look her up while I'm there, I promise. Rachel gave her a pained sigh. You don't look her up like someone's cousin. I'm just saying she's from Iceland. It was yet another conversation. That didn't work. And Catherine had changed the subject. That was a week ago. The days that followed had been filled with too many last-minute tasks to spend time courting her daughter's elusive approval. Turning to the window again, Catherine tried to catch a glimpse of Reykjavik, Iceland's capital, but the plane banked to the right and the view shifted. A trail of thin white clouds, delicate as shredded lace, obscured the sapphire shore she'd been admiring only moments earlier. The brilliant coastline, gone already. The clouds thickened as the plane began its descent. The cabin lights dimmed and the flight attendants made their announcements about arrival time and temperature on the ground and the carousel where their bags would be waiting. Catherine had checked her suitcase through at JFK, something she almost never did, but it was impossible to fit everything she needed for ten days of unpredictable weather into her navy blue carry-on. Two of those days were for a freelance job, an interview and photo shoot with a glassblower who had some sort of project about icebergs. The other eight were for her. 
eight days in an unfamiliar country doing whatever she wanted. Whatever she wanted. As if she knew what that was. She told each of her children a different story. She'd told told Judah that she had a demanding business assignment and he shouldn't try to reach her unless it was urgent. It was partly a lie, but he was 22 years old, for heaven's sake. Surely he could manage for 10 days without running to his mama to haul him out of a jam. She told Rachel that she was taking a vacation, leaving out the part about the job. Another freelance assignment wouldn't elicit the admiration of her hard-to-please firstborn, but a trip to a wild and unfamiliar country might. And it would be a way... And it would be a vacation as soon as she finished with the glassblower person. The landing at Keflavik Airport was as smooth and efficient as the flight had been. Within 30 minutes, Catherine's passport had been stamped, her suitcase retrieved and her dollars exchanged for Krona. Even the people at the Avis desk were pleasant and quick. Since she didn't plan on venturing far from the ring road, the well-travelled highway that circled the country, she opted for a two-wheel drive Kia. The Avis representative handed her the keys and a special iPad that came with her Iceland Air Tour package, a combination guidebook and GPS. Here you go. Have a wonderful trip. Thank you, Catherine said, although wonderful wasn't an adjective she would have chosen. Safe, maybe, or pleasant. She hadn't expected wonderful in a long time. She'd taken the red eye from Kennedy, landing in Iceland at sunrise. That gave her a day to recover from jet lag and get to the meeting place at the Iceberg Lagoon, a spot on the southeast coast with an (laughs) unpronounceable Icelandic name. She'd looked it up and had seen at once from its turquoise splendour why the people at Shades of Blue wanted it for their logo. Shades of Blue was a new client, an organisation of artists' representatives headed by a woman named Renata Singer, who was pencil-thin, sleek and stylish, with neon blue hair. According to Renata, blue represented truth, wisdom, intuition, tranquility and renewal. So it's perfect for us, she told Catherine when they met to discuss the job. Renata had crossed her legs and swung a stiletto-clad foot back and forth. Here's what we're thinking. Something dynamic, you know? Art in the process of creation. Artists getting inspired. That sort of thing. Catherine skimmed their list of blue pronouns. Truth, intuition, tranquility. She pictured a cool expanse of water, sky, the sea. Something blue. A blue place, a real one, that inspires one of your artists. Renata's legs stopped swinging. That's good. I like it. She turned to the two men seated across from her. Do we have any blue projects? One of them asked. Actually, we do. It was the third partner, an older man with a silver goatee. That blue lagoon place. I think it's in Denmark or something. That glassblower fellow is going there. You mean Mac, Renata said. But I don't think it's Denmark. The man with a goatee took out his phone. Hey, Siri, where is the Blue Lagoon? Siri's too friendly voice chirped. I found one option. Blue Lagoon near Grindavik on the Reykjanes Peninsula. The man tapped on the link. It's in Iceland. He showed Renata the phone. Iceland. 
Right, she said, but that's not the place. He was talking about a different lagoon, something with icebergs. She returned her attention to Catherine. It's an interesting idea, but as you can imagine, quite beyond our budget, we aren't about to fly you off to the middle of whatever just so you can take some photos. Catherine nodded. Of course, but something seized inside her. Less than two days ago, when she'd met Rachel for one of their rare Manhattan lunches, Rachel had propped her chin on her hand and gazed at her mother mournfully. Really, Mum? Rachel had sighed. You should jump off the high dive once in a while. Go somewhere crazy and exotic. Bangkok, Marrakesh. Someplace crazy and exotic. Easy for Rachel to say. What seemed obvious when you were a blithe 24-year-old was impossible for a middle-aged loner like her. And yet. Catherine stared at Renata. Not the heat and crowds, the spices and swirling colours of Morocco. The opposite. A place made of rock and ice, forged by glaciers and volcanoes. You have an artist going there? We do. He's got some project. I can't remember the details. Renata gave Catherine a pointed look. As I said, we're not sending a consultant halfway around the world for a publicity gig. No offence. Catherine felt her spine elongate, as if her body were an arrow aiming where she needed to go. I'll pay my own way. Excuse me? She fixed her eyes on Renata's. It won't cost you anything, except the fee you were going to pay me anyway. I'll go there on my own nickel. She was speaking rapidly now, surer and surer of the rightness of her idea. I'll interview your glass person while he's working or getting inspired or whatever he's gone there to do. I'll shoot him with that blue ice thing in the background. It'll be stunning. Renata frowned. Why would you want to fork over your own money? It's something I've been needing to do, a mini vacation. And if I can do some work while I'm there, well, so much the better. Not just some work, some extraordinary work, a portfolio centrepiece that could lift her career to a whole new level. The possibility hadn't occurred to Catherine when she began speaking, but she could almost see it now. A portrait of the mysterious blue icebergs that merged the commercial and artistic shades of blue ice and sky. She offered Renata her best smile. Consider it a lucky convergence. Renata looked at her colleagues. It's okay with me unless either of you has an objection. You're not going to try and us up with your expenses, are you? Not at all. As I said, just the fee we agreed on. Catherine's heart was galloping wildly now. I can't remember the last time I've gone on vacation. If it were me, Renata said, going off alone, I'd do a club med cruise. The goateed man threw Catherine a quick glance. She can take it off her taxes. Works for everyone. Fine, Renata uncrossed her legs and stood. Let's give Catherine a thumbs up and let Mac know when she'll meet up with him. Catherine felt something lift in her chest, opening like a pair of wings. She knew almost nothing about Iceland. Northern Lights, horses, and now this blue ice. But she was going there. She had an impulse, and for once, she'd acted on it. Just because. That was chapter one of The Colour of Ice by Barbara Lynn Probst.
it is out now. You can get your hands on it now. And <laughs> your comments are just coming in and coming in and coming in and coming in. Uh, Shannon says, so good. Barbara says, sounds like, sounds like a, oh gosh, my eyes. Sounds, oh, it's gone. It's gone too quickly. Uh, <laughs> I have to highlight them like this. Hank says, oh, jumping off the high dive. Um, and Pamela, hold on, let me snag this one. Ha Pamela says, this book is so beautiful. Go grab it now. You can because it is out now, right now. And we have Paula who says, fantastic. I can't wait to dig in and travel to Iceland via the colour of ice. Speaking of Iceland, I am going there in November. I'm going to Iceland Noir, the uh, writing festival. Uh, just signed up and I'm really excited and I'm not wishing the year away or anything, but I can't wait to go. Um, so many people here are saying, um, oh gosh, so many comments. Hold on, let me find some without making my phone wobble too much because I have, well, you can see my ha hand going up and down. Let me see if I can hop, 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 hop. There we go. The yellow rose says enticing. Uh, <laughs> Sylvia says kudos on the Siri voice. Oh, that was a tricky one. Um, and Darlene says, sounds like an empowered woman, doesn't she just? Um, absolutely brilliant. So this book is out now, The Colour of Ice by Barbara Lynn Probst. So you have just a minute or so, not that long, um, to enter the giveaway. A huge thank you to Barbara for allowing us to read for her and to She Writes Press as well, publisher and author. We never read without authorization. That would be really bad and really wrong and we wouldn't be rude and we wouldn't do that. Um, thank you for allowing us to read for you today and for the generous giveaway. If you have not entered it yet, this is what you need to do on Instagram, leave a comment now, but you've got to do it now. And on Facebook, leave a comment on this post that you're watching on Facebook until midnight Eastern time tonight. And Barbara will select the winners on Facebook tomorrow and on Instagram by the time the show is over and we'll contact you directly to get you your loot. So um, that was uh, AJ Utheringham. One uh, says Iceland is on my bucket list. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I only went there for an hour uh, on a layover. It wasn't even a layover, was it? To change a plane an hour once flying to Zurich. Um, and that was it. So let me show you the cover again. The Colour of Ice by Barbara Lynn Probst out now, available now, along with her other books, The Sand Between the Notes and The Queen of Owls. And on Thursday, don't forget to join us for our epic holiday special, which will be Thursday as usual, December 15th at 12.30 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, we've, got, we've got a really cool giveaway going on. So make sure um, that you come to that as well. So there you are. That was first chapter fun, second to last episode of the year. Thrilled you're here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you again to Barbara for letting us read. And we will see you, I hope, again on Thursday. So until then, you know what's coming. Go on, say it with me. Stay safe, stay kind. And we will see you again on Thursday. Thank you for watching. <laughs>